guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. Hello. Greetings. If we haven't met yet, you definitely just met me in a weird way. Last night, I called... Zach and Isaac on Discord, and I was like, guys, I've got all these questions. I want a creative way to answer them. And they decided to attack me with snacks. Then they attacked you with snacks. How about that? Wasn't that nice of them? So my tongue is on fire, feeling fired up. Um, It will turn into the Holy Spirit, I promise, but right now it's just the hot sauce. Whew. So I wanted to make tonight special, do a a goofy, fun opener, answer some of your questions to get to know me, and then begin our relationship together with a message about identity. So I can kind of tell you guys about myself, give you guys a little of my testimony, and give you a sermon all at the same time. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Just so you know, does this stand bend? I'm, I'm not like doing a potty dance, I promise. I'm trying to like elbow this to get a little, there it goes, there it goes. Now I can read it, thank you, thank you. So, just you know, up and coming, we're going to do, for the rest of the month after this, we're gonna start doing a series on thankfulness because Thanksgiving, you know. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do the, the, the nostalgic cliche thing and be adorable and talk about thankfulness, but they won't be cliche sermons, so something to look forward to. But tonight, I wanted you guys to be able to get to know me, so that's what we're gonna do. Before we get into the real title, because the real title is a surprise, I'm gonna call this message Identity Crisis. Ooh, edgy. All right, so tonight we're gonna talk about your identity, who you are. So I have a question for you. I, want, I have a task for you, actually. I want you to choose a food, all right? An item of food to describe yourself. And I want you to formulate it in a sentence, I am a, and then insert your food item, okay? <laughs> all right, so if you think of one, raise your hand, I'll have you come up, you can tell us what type of food you are, all right? Come on, come on, tell us, tell us. Kendra, no, you got to come tell the mic. You got to come tell the mic. Say, I am a, and then tell the mic. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Who's brave? Who's feeling brave? Come on up. You should tell us your name first, because I'm trying to get to know you better. Anna, Anna, do the thing. (laughs) Do it, do it. I am a banana. (laughs) Anna, banana, a, there it is. Okay, you ready? All right. State your name. Kendra. Hi, Kendra. What are you? I am a potato. (laughs) I am a potato. Nice. Okay. Okay. And now I'm trying to think of like why. And a banana, it's just like, it's the the rhyme. Potato, do you enjoy the couch? Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you're a potato? (laughs) No? Just just fun to say, I am a potato. (laughs) Okay. You got one? You ready? Bring it. I'm ready. What's your name? Veronica. Hi, Veronica. What are you? I'm a pizza because I'm cheesy. Hey, I'm a pizza.
pizza because I'm cheesy. Okay, keep it coming. I'll get two more. Two more. Two more. I'm ready. Miranda? Miranda? Miranda, Miranda, what's your name? Miranda. Hi, Miranda. What are you? I'm a Sour Patch Kid. I'm a Sour Patch Kid. That's a good one. That's a good one. Especially, I bet your parents tell you you're a Sour Patch Kid more than you tell others. No. <laughs> nice. All right, last one. Bex is looking confident. Come on up, Bex. Hey, Bex. Hi. What's your name? Bex. What's your name? Bex or Rebecca. Or? Rebecca. Rebecca. And Bex or Rebecca. What are you? I'm a mozzarella stick. Because you're cheesy too? <laughs> There's a lot of me. <laughs> Bex is a lot. All right? Cool. Cool. So I've got one of my own now that we've gotten to know each other a little bit better. All you potatoes and cheesy people and Sour Patch Kids. I, my name is Brian Knorr. You can call me... Um, Pastor Brian, or Pastor PB&J, or PB, or Peanut Butter, um, any of these things. Um, try to put some respect on the pastor there, but you can be creative about it. Um, that's my name, though. If I had to describe myself, also, before we get to my description, I'm, I'm really holding out for it, can you tell? Um, Peanut butter and jellies are actually my favorite food, but it's not why I am Pastor PB&J. It's because I'm Brian David Knorr Jr., so I'm, my dad is also a pastor. So we're both PB, and I'm Pastor Brian Jr., I'm PB and J. There it is. There it is. So if you've been thinking my little peanut butter and jelly sandwich character is weird, and my name on Discord is weird, don't make fun of me anymore. Be my friend. Um, there's a reason. So yeah, outside of what you can call me and what my name is, I would describe myself like this. I am a sandwich. Not only do I believe that I am a sandwich, I believe that most accurately, if it really came down to it, we are all sandwiches. I'm sorry you think you are a pot Wow, there's a talkie on the stage. That's my fault. Um, I'm sorry that you think you're a potato, you think you're Sour Patch Kids, you think that you are um, a mozzarella stick, but I believe you're all sandwiches. Or really, we could, we could substitute it with any filled food? I guess, but we know what's in a mozzarella stick. Hold up, stipulation. Filled food that you can't quite tell everything that's inside of it. So like a stromboli, a filled donut, a ravioli, a hot pocket, a calzone. If you store food within the major theme of the food, then I believe that that most accurately describes who we are. The real title of this sermon is We Are Sandwiches. All right? And this sounds goofy, but I promise I'm going somewhere with this. You'll notice that I really like to start goofy and then get serious. I firmly believe that if I can make you laugh, then I can make you cry, and it's easier to make you laugh. Once I've engaged your moment, emotions, then I'm not trying to make you cry, but I want you to emotionally engage in what Jesus has for you. So I shamelessly lean into the goofy in the beginning of almost all of my sermons. So we are sandwiches. Cool? Cool. Let's do it. Anybody want to eat a sandwich? Who wants to eat a sandwich? I have one here. It is, it is actually Subway. Like, this is not just a bag. This is a Subway sandwich. It is a chicken bacon ranch with cucumbers. 
more on that later. Just, just getting you excited. Don't worry. They're all like, you offered and I put my hand up and now you're going to move on. I believe that we can all identify as some sort of filled food. I like to go with sandwich because you're not defined by what you look like. You're not defined by your mistakes. You're not defined by your externals. You're made up of what you allow to be on the inside of you. You're defined by what you spend your time filling yourself with. And by that definition, we're all sandwiches. Because you're filling yourself with something, right? So who wants a sandwich? Back to that, back to that. This is actually staged. I needed to make sure that whoever was coming up liked the sandwich. So I found out what Malachi's favorite sandwich was. So Malachi is the first person to be in my phone and he's, his contact is Malachi Pending because he won't tell me his last name. So his last name is Pending. Malachi, come up here. Enjoy this sandwich. Malachi is my living, breathing sermon analogy tonight. He's just going to sit there and eat a sandwich and be happy. And I'm going to reference sandwiches. And then we'll all look at him and say, hmm, I wish I had a sandwich too. Let's do this. I'm going to give you three reasons while Malachi is eating. I'm going to give you three reasons why we are all sandwiches. Biblical reasons we are sandwiches. Reason number one, we store stuff. Sandwiches have stuff inside. We are created to store stuff. Think of the device that you own that stores the most, like the most gigabytes. Like I, my phone, I think, does 200 gigabytes. Okay? Anybody have something higher than that? My, my computer, well, I won't tell you my computer because I don't want to trump you all right out the bat, but it probably beats you. Um, anybody else have a high storage device? Anybody? Call it out. Yell it. What's your PC? What's your storage? A terabyte. I got two terabytes. What's up? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, it's not a competition, I promise. But who has ever gotten to the point where you can't download an app or a game because you're out of storage? Isn't that the worst? Absolutely the worst. God designed us to never run out of storage. Did you know that we've measured, and it's estimated that the human brain, when fully matured, can store 2.5 pentabytes of data? That is, 2.5 pentabytes is 2,500 terabytes, is 2,500,000 gigabytes. That's a lot of information. No, I did the math, I promise. I, I, and I did it for a long time to make sure I was right. But maybe, maybe. We'll check my math later on that. But that's a lot of storage. So did you guys know that average companies in the U.S. to run a company like massive co corporations, I'm talking Geisinger and Walmart, their whole company stored in data. <laughs> he's, he's having a great time over there. Their whole company is only one pentabyte of data. So all of Walmart, you are equivalent to two and a half Walmarts of data, like to run the entire organization of Walmart in the United States. That is a lot of information. And that is how God created you. We are created to store stuff. I'm going to get into our passage for the night. We're going to go through these verses to find our three reasons why you're like a sandwich. I'm going to go through Matthew chapter 6. We're going to start with verses 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Guys, God designed us to be rewarded by our collection of knowledge, experience, and emotions. 
what you invest your time in, what you invest your time in learning and doing, you're either going to be rewarded here on earth immediately, that was cool and that was fun and I've gotten my reward, or you're gonna cash in your reward when you get to heaven. We're designed to gather experience and knowledge and be rewarded by it. Our job as sandwiches is to make sure that we are gathering the right stuff. Is the right stuff in that sandwich? Is it the good stuff? What's in there? What's your favorite thing in that sandwich? He's like, all of it. I can't pick just one thing. The bacon, of course, of course. Yeah, but we need to make sure that we're filling ourselves with the right stuff, that we're storing the right stuff up in ourselves and in our future in heaven. The way that we check that, the way that we do that is by checking what we invest our time in. What are you investing your time in? Is it going to be worth it when you get to heaven? Let me guys tell you something about me. I told you you're going to get to know me a little bit tonight. Something that you need to know about me, if you haven't discovered already, is that I love gaming. I love video games. Do you guys know Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Any fans of that game in here? So on my parents' Switch, before I owned a Switch, I played 600 hours of Breath of the Wild before I owned a Switch on my parents' Switch. Well, I'm getting there. That's, it's, I'm, I'm about to testify to you for a second, not about Breath of the Wild because that's sickening. 600 hours is 25 days. That is almost a month of my entire life. I would like to say I'm proud of that and as a gamer and in the flesh here on earth, I might hang that up as an accomplishment. But when I looked at that number as I was getting a new Switch, I saw the number because I was trying to transfer that data over into my new one and they were using it for their youth group, so I couldn't and I'm sad because I'm not gonna go back and find all those Koroks. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you don't, that's okay. But when I saw that number, I was also headed into ministry and I went, that's disgusting. That's actually really, really gross. That I spent a whole month of my life sitting in a living room alone, investing in myself on an earthly treasure that I wasn't gonna get to cash in in heaven. That's a pretty gross sandwich, right? That's not gonna feed me. That's not gonna sustain me. That's not gonna help anybody else. And so I dedicated myself to you guys know that God places the desires of our hearts for a reason, right? So I believe that God made me a gamer for a reason. So I'm not just going to give up on that part of my personality, but I'm going to make sure that I'm honoring God with it. And so I dedicated myself then to when I game, I'm going to take a very limited time to play some single player games. And I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm gaming with other people and I'm connecting with people and I'm using these opportunities to, to tell people about God. The doors that opened up when I prayed that are crazy. I run Pendel's video game tournament every year and I get to minister to teenagers through video games. I have 118 followers on Twitch that every single time I stream, I give them a verse of the day at the end and almost every single time it sparks a conversation that they get to start asking me because I prayed, God, I'm so sorry that I wasted a whole month of my life on myself, storing up treasures where I'm gonna have to leave them behind and I don't get to take them with me. I dedicate this to you. God gives you the desires of your hearts for a reason, but you need to make sure that you are using them for him, not serving them instead of him. 
We're sandwiches because we store stuff. Be careful what you are storing and whether or not it's worth your time. Reason number two that we're sandwiches. How's that sandwich? Is it still there? There's still sandwich left. Awesome. What we see goes on the inside. Have you guys ever made a sandwich at Subway? Raise your hand if you've made a sandwich at Subway. You see the good stuff. Or if you haven't made a sandwich at Subway, have you made a burrito at Moe's? Yeah? Okay. All right. All right. How about Noodle Company? Have you ever made a bowl of noodles at Noodle Company? It's it's a stretch. I'm just trying to hit all the dynamics out there. Um, Pizza? Pizza? There's a pizza place where, well... Does it hit this dynamic, though? Those places where you go across the line and you see all of the ingredients and you get to pick your bread and then you get to pick your meat and then you get to pick your cheese and then you get to pick the veggies. You know those places where you go across the line and you literally tell the employee, that's what I want. I see it and I want it. Put it in my sandwich. That's some authority right there. Like, I get really excited. I love food, by the way. Um, This principle that what we see goes on the inside, if we didn't have cabinets on our cupboards, you'd have to roll me everywhere because I would just be this big because I would just keep eating because when I see it, I want it and I eat it. Um, (laughs) I I don't want that actually. Um, (laughs) I'm still recovering. The the, the Holy Spirit's fire is slowly taking over from the hot sauce fire. We're getting warmed up and I don't want to go back to that one. Anyhow. You guys get excited when you see that food, and so you grab it and you put it in. You guys have to realize that when you see things in this world that you get excited about, you're putting them inside yourself. And the environments that you allow yourself to be in, they're going to be what you're storing inside yourself. They're going to be what you make your sandwich out of. They're going to be what defines who you are on the inside. This is what Matthew 6 says about it. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? If you don't protect yourself in what you're seeing, what you're looking at, because when you go to a place where you see things that are distracting, you can't help but see those things. So... The control doesn't come when you're there. The control comes when you decide not to be there. When you look at an environment that says, there are things here that I could see that I don't want inside myself. You guys know what I'm talking about. Let me get real with you. On your computer, at the party that you could have chosen not to go to and been a witness to your friends. Oh, I don't, I don't go to places where we're doing inappropriate things, where, where people could be getting high or drunk. I don't go to those places. You missed an opportunity to witness to your friends and you went to a place where you're filling yourself. Even if you're not participating, you're filling your eyes with garbage. Your computer, those parties that you shouldn't be at. The locker room conversations, guys, that you know you shouldn't be a part of. Girls, the locker room gossip that you know you shouldn't be a part of. You need to choose in those moments. I know what I'm seeing. I can't help but see. I'm already here. I know what I'm hearing. I can't help but hear. I'm already here. You need to take control of your life and say, I'm moving myself out of this situation because I don't want that in me. I want to be a healthy sandwich. I don't want to be a garbage sandwich. I don't want, what if we, so it's fun to like put a little bit of chips on your sandwich. It gives it a little crunch. Put, put a little junk food in your sandwich. Generally, we fill sandwiches with pretty healthy stuff, like veggies and like some wholesome meat. Okay, Nutella and peanut butter, you could go that route too. But like imagine all the junk food that we enjoy on occasion, like, like candy bars. Like if I put it, I almost 
I was talking to my wife. I almost put a candy bar in his sandwich just because that would have been, while it would have been funny for us, and while candy bars are good on their own and sandwiches are good on their own, how gross would that have been? Right? She stopped me. Guys, you're meant to be something. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. We had some fun, but bring it back. We're meant to be something wholesome that God develops, and then we can take it to others and show them God's love. But if we're filling ourselves with the same garbage this world is full of, we're a useless vessel. We're not a meal worth having, the sandwich analogy. We're not a person who's effective at who God has called us to be. So protect yourself from what you see because that goes inside of you. If you fill yourself up with stupid stuff, you're going to do stupid stuff. None of you are stupid. But this is what Jesus said to the most intelligent guys of a generation. Because they were filling themselves up with things that they shouldn't. Matthew 12, 34. You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. He was talking to the Pharisees. Did you guys know that the Pharisees were actually the best of the best of their generation as far as scholars were concerned? Did you guys know they were actually the top of their class, the smartest kids around? They got invited to eventually become Pharisees. Did you guys know that? Like, we're always down on the Pharisees, and rightly so, because they did some really messed up stuff. But did you guys know that that's how the Pharisees started out? The smart kids, the kids who were good in church, the kids who were memorizing their Bible. But they filled themselves up with garbage. They, they saw pride, and they saw self-acclaim, and they saw what they wanted instead of what God wanted for them. And Jesus called them a brood of vipers. That's intense, right? Call them a bunch of snakes. I'm not saying anybody in this room is stupid. The wise are often most susceptible to the fall. If you fill yourself up with stupid stuff, doesn't matter how smart you are, you're going to do stupid things. Something else you should know about me is I used to be full of garbage. This is called a testimony, but first, go ahead, put that idiot sandwich slide up. That's what I used to be. Have you guys ever seen that mean? You put two pieces of bread on the two sides of an idiot and you got an idiot sandwich. That was me. I was full of garbage. Now it's a testimony because I realized the things that I was looking at causing me to do things and say things and be a person that was more about me and what I wanted than what God wanted for my life turned me into an idiot sandwich. As we get to know each other better, you'll hear more about those mistakes. Guys, you've already started to get to hear them in small group. But I grew up in church. I was called into ministry at 12 years old, but my whole teenage life and some of my college life, I was an idiot sandwich because I knew what I was called to be and I knew, knew what I was supposed to be doing, but my eyes were fixed on garbage. I was full of garbage and so I was doing stupid stuff. Make sure you're controlling what you see in here so when people see you, they don't see the garbage you dump into them. They see the love that God has created you to share. Let's finish up. Reason number three, why you're a sandwich. Did you finish your sandwich? You can go sit down and join them if you want. Thanks, Malachi. Good job, Malachi. Give it up for Malachi. Reason number three why we are all 
sandwiches is that we all have unique flavors. There are some things that go surprisingly well in sandwiches. For me, it's a blueberry bagel with cream cheese, pepperoni, and a little bit of Tabasco. It is super weird. I think it's delicious. Guys, we are all incredibly unique people. There are many, many, many different kinds of sandwiches that we can be. But when you talk pepperoni, cream cheese, Tabasco, and blueberries, it is very easy for that to go from something savory and delicious to something totally nasty. For some of you, that already is something totally nasty. You are an assortment of creative flavors, unique flavors, unique giftings and talents. But if you choose to make your life about a label, about those giftings and talents, maybe you're a musician. If you choose that that is the label of your life, you're gonna miss, mess, mess up the flavors because you're supposed to be more than just a musician. If you choose just to make sports the definition of your life, if that's the label that you choose to, to make your sandwich off of, you're gonna mess it all up and it's not gonna taste good. Because God gave you a specific recipe that makes you uniquely you. It's called his plan for your life and the talents that he gave you to fulfill it. But if you get distracted in that plan and the things that he gave you to fulfill that plan suddenly become your plan for your own life, like God made me a drummer, God made me a musician, he made me a, um, a speaker, he made me um, good with people even though I'm an introvert. Like, it actually wears me out to hang out with people, but I love people. He gave that to me as a gift. You feel that, right? Yeah? It's called a performance extrovert. I didn't know that before. Um, if I made any of those things a label, I'm getting ahead of myself. You'll see what I mean. This last part of our passage, Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. You could replace money there. You could say you cannot serve both God or sports. You, could, you cannot serve both God and grades. You cannot serve both God and hobbies. You cannot serve both God and your significant other. You cannot serve both God and yourself. Whatever you're into that to make maybe your friends at school comfortable or to maybe just make it easier for you to conversate, you've decided to label yourself, I'm just a musician. Because that's what it is. You may say, I'm a musician, that's my thing. But right there, you've put yourself in a box. And you've taken part of the recipe God has made you to be, and you've said, that's your whole thing. You just said, I'm just the bread of my sandwich. Forget the cheese, forget the meat. I'm just musician. No, you are someone with musical talent called for a purpose for the plan that God has set you apart for. And you're also not just going to use your music, but you're going to engage people in love. And maybe you're going to be part of a family that, that maybe you're a husband or a wife and that's part of your calling. And, and you're going to have friends and you're, you're a friend to others and that's part of your calling. But if you just say musician, you go from, I'm serving God with my talents as a musician and a friend and, a, and an athlete, and you say, I'm serving my musicianness. Guys, you're so much more than that. And that's, those are the positive labels, but any label can be bad. Let me put it to you this way. These are mine. These are the easy ones. The last thing that you're going to get to know about me through this sermon, you can't define me with a label. Check this out. These are labels that fall off of me. They're labels that are accurate, that I could make my whole persona about, but I don't let them define my entire person. I'm a nerd. 
that's a good thing now. Like, it's good to be a nerd because nerds are cool now because Marvel and stuff. That's so mean. Athlete. I'm an athlete. These, that's another label that I've been able to put on myself. I could. I'm a two-time All-American, second place at nationals, twice at college for cross-country. I could just hang my hat on that and say that's my whole personality, but I'm more than that. Musician. I drum. I sing. I like music. I'm pretty into it. But if that was all I was, that'd be a very small box for me to be who I am and for God to use. Introvert. I'm not very outgoing. And if I let that label stick, that's not a bad thing. How many of you say you're an introvert in this room? If I let that label stick to me, I would never be on this stage. Because I went from thinking I was an extrovert because I like to talk to girls, which was bad. That was when I was full of garbage. To finding out that I'm actually an introvert, that I need a lot of alone time, and that I would prefer to sit alone and not do anything because it recharges me. If I kept that label, finding out who I am, I'd never be here ministering to you. I'd never hang out and talk to all you guys. I had lunch with every single one of our youth leaders, and it was awesome, and I loved getting to know them, but I'm an introvert. Those things don't mesh. I had to take myself, I had to take that label off. These are positive examples. Here are the negative examples and why it's so important not to just define yourself with one label, even though it may be comfortable, even though it may be easy. You know, other labels that could define me, but they don't stick. Weird. I went through a phase where I was pretty weird because I grew up very differently from my peers in public school because I'm a pastor's kid and I didn't really get much things. And I only had sisters. I didn't have brothers. So hanging out with dudes who went to public school, who didn't go to church, I was like, what world is this? I am a weirdo. And it broke me for a little bit. And if I stayed in that box, God wouldn't have been able to do anything with me. Awkward was born out of the weird liar when I started to discover that weirdness in myself, I learned that it was much easier to lie about who I was and to put on a, a mask and fit into those groups that I didn't really know how to engage in. And I became a liar. I became really good at turning off who I actually was and putting on a mask and saying, I can be this if that's what makes you like me. But I choose not to let that label stick to me and I chose to let God take me out of that box. Failure. I've messed up big time, and you'll get to know all about that as I get to get to minister to you guys more. Broken because of the failures that I've 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 lived through and the things that I've done that really messed me up for a bit. And those failures, those broken things left me feeling unwanted. See, whether it's a positive or a negative label, if you build your life around a label, you cut God off from building the recipe that is your life and your calling and the plan that he has for you. Because you get stuck in that one thing and you say, this is who I am because it's easier to say I'm an athlete. It's easier to say I'm a jock or it's easier to say, well, I'm broken so God can't use me than it is to say, I have all of these different components about my life and the negative ones were lessons that I grew and learned from and the positive ones were parts of who I am that God uses all together to make something awesome. All these things are masters, if I let them be, that the devil would rather I worship instead of God. Sports, music, my own personality and how I prefer to socialize, and the things that have knocked me down in this world. All of those things are things that the devil is going to try to take and attach to you guys 
and say, that's the box you're stuck in. And that's what you have to build your life around. Stay in that box and everything will be comfortable and you'll fit in. You guys know the status quo song from High School Musical. I know it's a little old, but you know what I'm talking about. And it's all about stay in your lane, stick to the status quo and everybody will be comfortable. But like literally you have to be, oh, you're on a sports team, so you're a jock. You play basketball, that's who you are. If we actually looked at each other like that, and that's, that's, how, that's how kids at school look at you, right? Like what, how, how can I easily define you? How can I easily put you away, put you on a shelf? And so we fall into that pattern because it's comfortable. Oh yeah, my thing is music and that's, that's what I do. Don't dumb yourself down to the level where music is the only thing you do or sports is the only thing you do. Don't give yourself one thing and then be done. Say, I'm a musician that God uses to do awesome things and I'm also an athlete that God uses to do awesome things and I'm also an introvert but God has teach me how to love people despite the fact that I'm kind of shy and don't like to talk that much. Do you see do you see how this works here? Are you guys tracking with me or are you falling asleep? You guys know what I'm saying? Okay, so prove to me that you know what I'm saying. Think of that thing that you can easily hide behind. I know a lot about it. It's easy for me to talk about. It's easy for me to just say one thing in a conversation and then I don't have to, to say anything more because I can just nerd out about being a nerd or nerd out about being a musician. Think of that one thing that can be something that God can use or can be something that you can label yourself with and then hide behind. And I'm going to count to three and you're going to yell it out, all right? Can you guys do that with me? I'm going to give you five seconds. I'll, I'll give you 10 seconds. All right. Think of that thing. All right. You're a thing and it's okay to have one. I, I, I have many. You saw them there. Nerd, athlete, musician, introvert. Think of that thing and I want to hear it. All right. You got, give me a thumbs up when you thought of it. I don't see enough thumbs yet. All right. You guys ready? One, two, three. Oh, you guys were not loud enough. Ready? One, two. Oh, you need more time? Oh, okay. Here, I'll count down backwards from three. We'll go from three to two to one. And then when I point, it's not on one. It's on the point. We're all going to yell it. All right? Here we go. We're landing this plane. Three, two, one. Nerd. Cool. I have no idea what any of you just said. I have no idea what any of you just said. Well, that's the problem. Listen, listen, this is where I want to end with you guys on. If that's the only thing and everybody's shouting it at the same time, this is what I am and it's comfortable and it fits. I've got my label, we're done. We don't get to know each other at all, do we? So be more than that. I want to hear about that thing because I'm sure you're massively passionate and I'm sure that God can use you in it. But let's dedicate ourselves here and now as we're getting to know each other to acknowledge that you're more than just whatever you just yelled, that label. I am more than just a nerd. I'm a nerdy guy that God has given me video games and movies and books as a tool to use to talk to other people. And I'm so much more than that besides. And so are you, whether it's a cheerleader or it's a basketball player or it's a nerd like me. You're so much more than that. And I cannot wait to get to know who you are in that. What time is it? Because I meant to have my phone up here. It's 8.05. All right. I'm going to pray. 
youth leaders, wave, wave your hands up in the air a little bit, nice and high so that the kids can see them. It's not for me, it's for the kids. Um, guys, after I pray, we're done. Derek's going to turn the music on, and it's going to be fun, and we can go upstairs, play video games, hang out. But if you need to take this message and apply it to your life a little bit and spend some time here in prayer and say, whoa, this sandwich of me that I've been making, there are some things that I've been looking at that are filling me with garbage, and I need to get that out, and I need to learn some ways to control my environment so I'm not filling myself with garbage. Or you realize that you've been spending way too much time storing up treasures that aren't going with you to heaven, that you're wasting time and you have these talents, but you're just serving the talent and you're not serving God with the talent. Maybe you need to identify that. Or maybe you've realized that you've gotten comfortable in that box of that label. And you need to realize that instead of living in and serving that box, you need to open that box up and say, here, God, this is for you. Show me what else you have for me too that you can also use because I'm more than just this box that's comfortable for me to sit in. Yeah? So we're going to pray. If you're, you're chilling here, you're praying, the leaders will come to you. They'll pray for you. And if you just want to be prayed for, just sit there and don't say anything. But if you need to talk to somebody, we're going to be down here. And if you need to talk through that stuff, we're here for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this awesome youth group, this awesome opportunity you've given us to get to know each other a little bit better. Thank you so much for hot sauce and goofy ways to, to break the ice with conversation. And thank you for the conversation that came after about you making us uniquely with our own unique recipe for the plan that you have for our lives. God, I pray that you would help us not to live under a label and not to serve a, a hobby or a or a a niche or a click, but God, instead, I pray that you would help us to take the passions, the talents, and the things that you've used and placed in us to make us unique. I pray that you would help us to turn back and give them to you and say, God, use this. I give it to you. I want to serve you with it. God, I pray that you would help us not to be defined by a label, but defined by how you can use the things that you've placed in our lives. We thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for the plans you have for us. We thank you for delivering us from labels that have hung over us. We thank you that you're going to live to deliver us from other labels still. We thank you for who we are. you are. We thank you for who we are in you. We praise you. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.